Next on MLR Weekly, San Diego Legion star Nate Augsburger. MLR News and Headlines with John Fitzpatrick of Rugby Morning. Predictions, previews, and opinion by Brian Ray of America's Rugby News and Major League Rugby's Best Recap. Rugby Wrap-Ups MLR Weekly brought to you by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig & Whistle, New York City. The world's best rugby pub. And Lean and Limber. Stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. in New York City. Great to see you. Thank you for tuning in once again. We have a great show. We have Nate Augsburger, the dynamo of the league-leading and streaking San Diego Legion. We also have Mr. Brian Ray of America's Rugby News with predictions, opinion, and previews. We have the league's best recap, as said by me. But before we get to any of that, we have our recurring segment... Rugby Morning's Coffee Break with MLR News and Headlines with John Fitzpatrick, who's in his red, white, and blue because we had Memorial Day weekend last week. So, John, A, how are you? And B, what do you got? A, Matt, I'm doing great. And B, here's what I got for you. The playoff picture in both the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference is starting to clarify a little bit. The New England Free Jacks, they locked down the first seed in the Eastern Conference and will host the Eastern Conference final for the second straight season. Out west, the San Diego Legion, who just tied the mark for the longest active winning streak at 10 set by the Free Jacks last season, the Legion booked their spot in the Western Conference playoffs, but they have not secured the top seed yet. The Seattle Seawolves could still chase them down with three rounds remaining in MLR regular season. Hey Matt, trivia question for you, two-parter. Has there ever been a Major League Rugby player who has scored multiple hat-tricks in the same season and if so who was it i i'm gonna say yes i'm gonna say yes and i'm also going to say that i know it wasn't matt truville i'm matty truville and this is rugby wrap up so we can rule him out and if it wasn't truville there's only one other guy that it had to be and that's inafuti of the seattle seawolves (laughs) matt mccarthy you are good that fun fact Brought to you by MLR Stats Guru James Dealey. Futi scored a hat trick in round 15 and also scored three tries in round 13 earlier this season. Incredible. Ladies and gentlemen, by no means did John Fitzpatrick give me that answer ahead of time. By no means. Next! Hey, Matt, there's some fun player milestones. In weeks past, we've been talking about players who've hit 50 MLR appearances, but now there are two players who have hit 75 appearances in Major League Rugby history. No way you know who these two guys are. Well, again, uh, I know it's not Matt Truville. Uh, He didn't get 75 caps. He skipped town and went on to be a movie star. Uh, But I know it was Dylan Fawcett, the butcher, up front, playing hooker. And I know that it was Angus McClellan playing for Utah. Playing in the front row, 75 caps. Both these guys playing in the front row, 75 caps. That is quite an accomplish, accomplishment. And they did it with the same teams. In other words, McClellan with Utah, Fawcett with New York. Tip of the cap, fellas. Well done. Next! 
Matt, I want to uh, revisit a conversation from last week's episode. Here we go. Believe, Here we go, folks. I believe your prediction, and I'll quote you verbatim, I think New York can end the streak. Did the New York Ironworkers end the winning streak of the San Diego Legion? If you ended the match after the first try was scored, yes. Okay, because New York scored first. Look, Brooklyn Hardacre scored that first try. Fantastic try. I'm going to do you one better. I think in this upcoming round, the New York Ironworkers will lose to the Dallas Jackals. They'll play spoiler. Book it. All right, Cookie Pants. You have your right to your own opinions. And just if I, if I want your opinion, I'll give it to you. New York's going to win that game. Dallas is a good team. But New York is desperate. They need a bonus point win. They're playing at home. Home cooking. They're going to win. Next! Matt, that's all I got. But I would like to know, will you be on the call? You and Mike Petrie. I believe so, yes. Yes, Mike Petrie and I will be on the call of that New York-Dallas game. So uh, tune in to MSG here in the New York City area or the Rugby Network, ladies and gentlemen. Matt, that's all I got. I'm excited for round 16 of MLR. All right, my friend. Thank you once again. That is John Fitzpatrick of Rugby Morning with his coffee break, MLR News and Headlines. And ladies and gentlemen, before we bring in our guest and continue the rest of our show, we have to look back before we look forward. So let's go to MLR's best recap with yours truly right now. In the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, the Eastern Conference leading New England Free Jacks were anything but gracious hosts for their rivals from north of the border, the Toronto Arrows. Five Free Jacks scored nine tries and a stifling defense held the Arrows to but two tries. And Jacks Rangers, the First Regiment and Woogie are downright giddy as New England secured home field advantage in the Eastern Conference playoffs with a resounding 57 to 20 win. On Memorial Day weekend in the nation's capital, Old Glory DC, we're looking to make some good memories against the vaunted Seattle Seawolves side. And the hometown fans were not disappointed as John Rizzo, son of Chicago rugby legend Jay Fishhook Rizzo, put DC on top. But Inafuti continues to swim downstream for the Seawolves, making waves for defenders, this time with a hat trick, as Seattle countered with 34 unanswered points and the vaunted seawall defense of the visitors secured a key 41-19 win. It was cats and dogs in Space City as the Houston Sabercats battled the Chicago Hounds. Indeed, it was the visitors from the second city that were the first city in the tri-zone. But it quickly became a twilight zone type match as the Cats roared back with 33 unanswered points. But too much catnip and three yellow cards allowed the Windy City Hounds to get their second wind in search of their second win, blowing into the tri-zone repeatedly to tie it. But cats have nine lives, folks, and Houston rose from the dead to pull out a crucial 40-33 win. At Zion's Bank Stadium in Harriman, Utah, the Warriors hosted a lilting rugby ATL. Playing in the mountains is never easy, especially when you concede 11 penalties while the hosts have but two. Not even Matt Heaton and his heroic 24 tackles could stop Joe Mano and co. from scoring four tries and securing a bonus point win. 
The former Rattlers slithered home with no points in a gut punch loss, 28-12. In San Diego, the New York Ironworkers were looking a tad healthier than they have been, but they were facing the league leading and streaking San Diego Legion. A guy named Brooklyn scored the first try for the New Yorkers. Brooklyn Hardacre, that is. And the 8,000 fans at O-Snap Dragon Stadium were suddenly concerned. But it's hard to worry about things in sunny Southern California, particularly when your team is relentless and clinical with five different players scoring six tries collectively, not each. And that's without today's guest, Nate Augsburger, getting one for himself. San Diego still has their winning streak intact after beating New York 36-13. Okay, we all need a break. We'll be right back. Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships. It's easy at Sheehy. Hey, you need rugby cleats and you need them tomorrow? Well, RugbyNow.com, www.RugbyNow.com. If you order them today at 3 p.m. or by 3 p.m. New York time or noon L.A. time, they have youth cleats, male and female. They have adult cleats, male and female. You can have them by tomorrow if you order them today, 3 p.m. New York time, noon L.A. time in the United States. RugbyNow.com. Go off, yeah. Hit the ground and go off, yeah. All right, we're back, and ladies and gentlemen, we have the honor, the privilege, the pleasure of having Mr. Nate Augsburger of the San Diego Legion joining us, the league-leading San Diego Legion. Nate, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great, you know? Coming off a win, baby. So uh, all is good, smiling ear to ear. And and week to week, you guys keep doing it and doing it and doing it. Uh, but, but Nate, I got to say, you know, I'm looking at the statistics here for all the leading scrum halves, and your stats this year as scrum half are very disappointing. Very, very disappointing. <laughs> yeah, haven't haven't thrown too many passes, have I? <laughs> see what I did there? You see what yeah. I did? Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, in case you've been living in a cave or you've been in a coma, Nate has been on the wing this year. Lighten it up. And how many how many tries did you have this year? Uh, I have eight. Eight tries. Which puts you tied for fifth in the top five in the league. Who'd have thunk? Who'd have known? Take one of the best scrum halves God's ever created and put him on the wing and see what's going to happen. <laughs> I'd like to say I knew, but you know, it's just been a magical, uh, magical start to the year, man. I'm just glad I'm on the field. That's that's what's the most important thing to me. Carrying the ball, you are third in the league right now at 1246 meters, or 1363 yards if you're an American, and, and that's in 13 games. So that's 105 yards per game, or 95 meters per game. That's third in the league, man. You know, Matt, it's it's just. I've actually felt like I've been quiet the last few weeks as well. So uh, it's just, uh, it's good to be on the winning team, I guess. You get to reap some of the benefits, especially when you play 
play on the wing outside of some really good ball players, man. Uh, we, we, we move that ball well over at Legion, so you get plenty of opportunity. Obviously, you were on USA Rugby's National Sevens team, and you were on the National Fifteens team. Now that it's, the dust has settled a little bit, what, what do you prefer? Uh, I always say that I prefer whichever one I'm playing at the moment, but I haven't played sevens for, for quite a while. I think the last time I was playing a lot of sevens would have been uh, over COVID when there was no rugby being played, but uh, a bunch of people were meeting in Oceanside to play touch rugby. So, All right, we got him, ladies and gentlemen. He just admitted that they were playing sevens in Oceanside during COVID. Move in, handcuff him, handcuff him. I was vaccinated. Release me. All right. Okay. He's vaccinated. By the way, the guns are looking great. I love the shirt. That's a good look. Yeah, it's like, nice. I, I can only, I'm living vicariously through you because I, I, I'm wearing like huge Steven Seagal shirts these days, all black, <laughs> long coats. All right. So this allows us to segue to one of the lighter topics here of, of this conversation. Uh, in the movie version of the San Diego Legion, who is going to play Chris Bowman? Gosh, I, I'd really love to pick someone who's who's got a decent, decent mullet on him, you know, a decent, decent bit of, because that was a bit of his ID for a long time. He's, you know, young Burt Reynolds would come into mind, you know. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's you pretty know. good. What, what, who's playing you in the movie? Ooh, what about, what about the dude uh, from Friday Night Lights? His name is uh, Chavez. He's the safety. How about that okay. guy? He can come in and play scrum half. Right, I was thinking Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Come Jake on, it's Gyllenhaal. Hollywood. It's, get, it's a little stretch. Come on, no. no? All right. No, Jake, okay. Jake, even with the even if Jake dyed his hair black, he, he's not cutting it, man. I don't I don't think he's the one. And how about Dave Bautista for um, Alex Corbusero, your your scrum coach? <laughs> yeah, that, there you go. That's good. That's or just good. let Alex play himself, maybe. Yeah. Right. That's all I to say. Dang. I'll just I'd rather play myself, man. Let's go. Nate. You're from Minneapolis. You must be a hockey guy. How much is this Vegas Knights, Florida Panthers, Southern teams, warm weather teams, bullshit killing you? It sucks because the Minnesota Wild have consecutively gone into the playoffs four seasons in a row, maybe three, and we have disappointed each and every time. In true Minnesota sport fan fashion, we go down to the Dallas Stars. And who, were, who were the Minnesota North Stars? Who were the Minnesota North Stars, which was also one of the better logos and great names of professional sport. But um, yeah, the Minnesota Wild have disappointed me and therefore I have turned my attention away from from hockey other than to see that the Miami Heat and both the, the Panthers are into the the big dance. So, Any truth to the rumor that you only played rugby because you wanted to get away and turn your back on the Minnesota Wild? <laughs> True. <laughs> True. All right. Fair enough. All right. And on a serious note, head coach Danny Lee had this to say about you. He said, you bring a doggedness approach to every aspect of the game. What, what makes you tick, Nate Augsburger? What drives you? Being, being being on the field, I love I love being able to be physical. I love to show my my, my physicality, even though I'm undersized. I've always I've never backed down from anybody. Even growing up, I was just that kind of kid. Um, grew up with some some pretty decent athletes where I had to back myself up. I had to talk the talk. I had to walk the walk. 
And so I, I bring that into my game and it's part of part of it that I love. So whether I'm clearing a breakdown, uh, whether I'm, I'm making a tackle, whether I'm carrying, whatever it is, I'm just, I'm just out to dominate, man. And I just love winning those little battles. I love being out on the field to win those battles all, all the time. So I'm searching for it. I'm looking for it. And uh, yeah, I, and, and you know, between all my experience and stuff, I, I just keep getting better and better at it. So it's one of those games. I love rugby because it's, there's so many arts that you can master. And uh, I love to continue to, to hone in on all those crafts and, and keep getting better. And so, yeah, that, that and just wanting to win, <laughs> wanting to dominate. That's, that's all I'm about, man. All right, so you went from scrum half, now you're on the wing. What's next, tight head? <laughs> Some would say flanker, you know, but- Flanker, I, I, all right. Which is seven? Seven, yeah, or six, seven or six. You, you got to use your it, speed. It'd be seven. It would uh, be yeah. seven for sure. Or or like an outside center, you know, maybe maybe getting the outside center role. I so have you know, played outside center as well. I played outside center for my D2 club back home. But um, as a seven, you could you could really plague the opposing scrum half. Yeah. Yeah, I could I could do that. I could do that. Have some right. good acceleration. I'd be I'd be out there. Chopping, chopping people down, getting over ball, getting my back broken in in clear outs, but it's all good. I don't think so. You are you're like Wolverine, man. I I've said this before on the air. You you heal like that. You go, oh yeah, he broke both his legs and and took both his arms. He was out there three weeks later. You know, that's <laughs> that's that's you, man. That's you. Gold medal or Webb Ellis? Webb Ellis. Over the Olympic gold. Yeah, it's still for the motherland. You know, it's for it's still for the country. You bring the Webb Ellis to America, that'd be, I mean, monumental. So would a, so would a gold medal. But right now, yeah, Webb Ellis, for sure. Excellent. Well, one quick question for you. Uh, is Will Hooley hindering or helping his modeling career by wearing the scrum cap? Hindering. But he lost the dice. Well, he didn't lose, but he had a dice roll this week, and he's got to do a notch in his eyebrow or a line in his hair. So that's only going to help him, but you know, that helps and yeah. it's out of his comfort zone. So I'm looking forward to see, see what he comes up with. I hope he does eyebrow. I want to see it. I want to see it. I want it to be out there. So he doesn't cover it up with the scrum cap. Yeah. It just makes him look like, you know, as much of a bad boy as he could possibly look. He's one of those guys where I'm so jealous of him. I just want to take a bag of nickels and hit him in the face. You know, <laughs> that's how petty I am. <laughs> Final question for you. What is your Eagle number? 491 sir right you are just checking just checking i was that was going to be the take the nate take nate down question of the day but he passed it like he passes everything else art you've mastered your art sir you are a art masters a masters of art something you got your masters in art definitely and that art is rugby <laughs> whatever position wherever you're asked to play whether it's your hometown of minneapolis or in sunny San Diego, you are an inspiration, sir. Thank you for being on. Hey, thanks, Matt. Appreciate you having me and uh, all the best, man. Keep killing it with, with your contribution to the MLR. Love it. Maybe we'll see you uh, in the in Chicago in that final. Yeah, be in Chicago this weekend. So looking forward to that. Yeah, I used to work in Chicago. The old department store? On that note, I want to thank Mr. Nate Augsburger of the San Diego Legion. We'll be right back with Mr. Brian Ray of America's Rugby News with previews, predictions, and opinions after this. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, 
go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. This is the Rugby Odds, where an unlikely pundit panel of a wordsmith, a WWE legend, a rugby star, and a supermodel scour the globe, seeking best bets and bad behavior. Are you not entertained? Once again, with our friend from the Great White North, Mr. Brian Ray of America's Rugby News, he of Halifax. Brian, welcome. How are you? Here I am in sunny San now Halifax, wishing I was in San Diego right now. <laughs> that, all, that looks a lot like Snapdragon Stadium in San Diego. Yeah, it's amazing. We've just picked up the stadium and shifted it all the way to the East Coast. And the sunshine. Mm, all right. Okay. All right. So, Brian. Let's get right down to it. What, what's your take on the weekend that just passed? Briefly. Well, there were some interesting results. I think the big one, really, San Diego tying the MLR record for most consecutive victories. Ten in a row. They've now tied the Free Jacks. And I guess we're going to discuss in a minute or two, uh, you know, whether they can move past that. But certainly that's a huge achievement. And on the Eastern Conference side of things, the Free Jacks, speaking of them, clinching, becoming really the first team to to really seal their position first overall in the East with three games to go. Great position for them to be in. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, they, they have all the tools right now and everything working in their behave their behalf. All right, so let's let's indeed look ahead. Let's look at what we got in front of us. The Rugby ATL squad on life support welcoming in those New England Free Jacks. Yeah, well, even though the Free Jacks, you know, they, they're number one now. They know they're going to be playing in that final. They know they're going to be hosting that final. They still want to take some momentum in there. I mean, they're not just going to coast these past three games. They might rest the odd guy here or there. But remember, they got that bye week as well now. Uh, and, you know, we've seen that in the past. Certainly last year we saw it with the Free Jacks where they just didn't look, uh, you know, they looked a little bit undercooked when they finally got to that final against New York. So I think they're going to try and avoid that situation as much as possible. So they'll be a little bit consistent with their selection, uh, you know, from here out. And, you know, I, I, I just don't see a lot of life in ATL. I mean, they just... You know, they, they didn't get anything against uh, against Utah. Uh, you know, they, they flopped in the three games before that. I just, uh, they're, they're pretty much out of it at this stage. I just don't see them uh, stopping the free jacks. And then Nola hosting Old Glory, who's chasing their first ever win against the Gold. This is a huge game. Uh, this might be the most intriguing game of the weekend, really. Um, and it could decide which of these teams goes to the playoffs. So if Nola can win this game, and especially if they can get a five-point bonus point win and maybe hold Old Glory to maximum one, preferably zero points for them, you know, that's like they've got a decent shot of actually making the playoffs instead of DC. Um, so this is a huge, huge game. They're coming off a of bye week. Uh, let's be honest, Nola has underperformed this year. They've been disappointing on, on a lot of games. 
but they're still very talented, and we've seen them put together uh, amazing games, especially at home. I mean, they walloped New York earlier this season, didn't they? So if they have Iona and, then New York and Campbell. The favor and wallop them. Yeah, there you go. So which NOLA team are we going to see? Uh, it's going to be hot. It's going to be humid down there. We know that. Uh, if they've got Jackson Hope and Iona and Campbell and all those guys in there, and they're a little bit more fit, they've been beaten up. Uh, I think they have it in them to get this win over DC, who, let's be honest, did not look sharp at all against Seattle. Pretty disappointing game uh, for a team that really should have been fighting for a lot more. I'm going to take Nola in this game. Um, You know, a little bit hesitant, maybe, but uh, I I think they can pull this together. I think they can get the win, so I'm going to take them to win it. I'm interested to see if they can get the, the five out of it, though. Brian, your Toronto Arrows, are they, you know, they didn't get the tie. What happened there? And now they're hosting the Sabercats. Just a step backwards for them again. I mean, look, New England's the best team in the East. They weren't going to beat them, but they came in with the wrong mentality completely. I was bitterly disappointed that they're kicking points early in that game. What are they even thinking when you haven't won a game in nine games? That's a big thumbs down for me. I have very little confidence that they're going to get a win against Houston. And Houston is in the thick of the playoff race. I think this is going to be a bad day at the office for Toronto. Then you've got the Chicago Hounds hosting the San Diego Legions. The Hounds, you know, almost got that win last week. And now here they are facing the San Diego Legion who need to win. Yeah, I mean, Chicago were down, what, 33 to 7 in the first half, uh, early in the second half. And I mean, it, it looked like it was it was lights out. And, and here they come roaring back. That was incredible. And, and another game for them that's just barely slipped out of their fingers. So you got to feel for them. It feels like they're due uh, for a victory, but it's not going to come against San Diego. Let's be honest. 10 straight wins. This team is just a powerhouse. Doesn't matter what lineup they put out there. You know, Chicago can keep this close, but we saw it the last time they played. And they did the same thing. They were competitive for 60 minutes against San Diego, but there's just too much uh, ability on that San Diego team. They want to keep trucking into the playoffs. Got to take San Diego on this one. Iron Workers hosting your Dallas Jackals. New York are in tough in this one. They did not look good against San Diego. They should have done better. I was not impressed at all, but they have to win this. They got to, or, you know, are they going to slip further down? So I think New York is going to win this, but I do not for a second think it'll be easy. I think Dallas is going to push them right to the end. Seattle, your Seawolves. Notice that your team, every single one of these teams is your team, basically, because uh, you you change. You change your clothes, at least. Uh, Hosting the Utah Warriors, a pivotal match if there ever was one. Yeah, huge one. I mean, Utah really needs uh, to win this one. They're in a dead heat against Houston. And Seattle, they just looked so good uh, against D.C. I mean, uh, well, to be honest, they had a few stumbles in that game, but still came through super comfortably. Uh, You know, no record hatting in the lineup, and they just seemed to be – you know, trucking. I've already used that one. Amazing. Uh, you yeah. know, once we'll use it again. They're trucking right along. They're swimming uh, downstream. Yeah, they're, they're just, they look, they look really good. Utah, they look good on attack. They still have some problems in defense every now and then. They, they kind of go missing sometimes and get confused. Uh, I'm going to take Seattle home. This is going to be a fun one, though. It's going to be a good game, uh, an exciting one. I just think uh, Seattle's a little bit more put together at this stage. So many different intriguing games here uh, this weekend. In, in as we wind down the season, can you believe it? We, we, we it's it, it, you wait forever, it seems, and then it's over in an eye blink. Here we get into the playoff run, but I mean, now I mean, this is do or die for a couple of these. That Nola game is you know, if Nola wins or Nola loses, they're out, right? And 
And DC, if they lose, well, it's going to be really damn close. So uh, in Houston, you know, in, versus Utah, that one is so close as well. Man, some exciting stuff. And hey, we've got to see who's going to be fit heading into these playoffs too. There still could be uh, some injuries. We saw some over the weekend. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. And Brian, on that note, we are out of time. Thank you to Mr. Brian Ray of America's Rugby News. Thank you to John Fitzpatrick of Rugby Morning. Thank you to San Diego Legion star Nate Augsburger. And thank you for tuning in. Please check out our other shows, including the critically acclaimed The Rugby Odds, the College Rugby Wrap-Up. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Please sign up for our weekly newsletter. And please join our American Red Cross blood donor team. 